This upcoming podcast is rated M for Mature. We use swearsies and talk about adult stuff. All contents herein are for entertainment purposes only, and all stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and should not be taken as any sort of gospel. Listener discretion is advised. Everybody. Welcome back to the Utah Outcasts, a show where we talk about what we want to about as long as we want to. And uh, <laughs> anyways, I don't, have, I don't have a good intro for this. <laughs> I wish I could be like Robert Evans where I'm just like, what's what's going on, my fuckers? You know, or he just he doesn't know how to start a show every week. And that's, <laughs> that's kind of what I'm doing. Here. Just get really excited. Welcome back. Welcome back to a show that you know the name of already. And you I, if you found this new. Hi, welcome. We're glad to have you along. It's. <laughs> This is the name of the show. This that is the you, name of the show portion of the show. It's printed somewhere <laughs> that you can read it. And in the show notes, I, I already say who's on there tonight, so you don't need to read it. But uh, anyway, episode 364, we're glad to have you along for the ride. Um, I'm your host, X, and joining me this week is Kyle and our good buddy, Bicycle Legs, who's joining us from way the fuck out there. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to do Brisbane, Australia. No. I, don't, I don't want to do the fucking the, the hackneyed. <laughs> We the fuck under there. Yeah, no, that doesn't work. Joining Sorry, us from a land that somewhere. That was the wrong accent entirely. Yeah. Nope. Oh. <laughs> wrong accent. I just, I reached into the accent drawer and pulled the wrong one out. Was that Welsh? <laughs> Close. I don't know. We need Anwin on for that one if we were making that joke. <laughs> Sorry, I just took a really long draw from my uh, Jägermeister-like <laughs> drink that I have tonight, so. It's like it, Jesus but it's Christ. better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look for uh, Ogden Distillery's Underground. It's a really good beverage, guys. It is. It is. If you like herbal liqueurs, I'm just saying. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so find us on Twitch. We're at uh, Utah Outcast on Twitch. We do the show every Saturday night live for everybody, and uh, I keep the episode out there for about a week until I post the old clips, and then I just pull it down because uh, nobody gets it for free. So uh, <laughs> find us on our new YouTube channel. We're about to cross 300 subscribers there, which is oh, hey, not bad. Not bad. I mean, not bad. Not bad. Not bad. It, we've only been at it for like nine weeks and with the new channel. So that's, that's pretty good. I mean, yeah, uh, the, the old channel has like 7,000, but I don't know how many people actually pay attention because I post stuff out there all the time and nobody what YouTube doesn't <laughs> like that old channel. So that's no, why we had to move, over, move over to the new one. Right. So, all right, so anyway, let's go ahead and get to uh, what we've been up to this past week. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to let you guys start it off. Bicycle Legs or Kyle, whichever yeah. one of you wants to go first. Well, you haven't been around very much, Bicycle Legs. Yeah. What, yeah. What, what's going on there? I mean, there's a whole well, YouTube channel that you got going yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. I, I just started a YouTube channel in the last month or so. Condolences. Um, and it's it's just called Bicycle Legs. Um, R.I.P. your free time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mostly talking about music and... Uh, and that sort of thing. So if that sounds like it's interesting, come and give me a follow. I'm at, uh, what am I at? 46 subscribers so far, which I think is pretty good. Uh, I'm just trying to get to 100 and get my um, custom URL. Mm -hmm. So Oh, shit. I forgot. Other than that. Yeah. Other than that. Um, I don't have any great ambitions for it. I'm just doing it for fun. I'm not trying to make any money out of it. That's how you should do shows. That's, you should is. do it yeah. because you enjoy doing it. Yeah. You know, the the minute That's it becomes it. Well, a business enterprise, and you know, I need to make mm -hmm. money off this. 
the soul's gone. Well, <laughs> well, that's it. You know, I'm not I'm not doing a Patreon. I'm not doing any no, of that no, 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 no. Hey, hey, I'll tell every other like like I've told every other supporter or not supporter, but anybody else that's gone into content creation, start a Patreon. Even if you think you're not going to get anybody, start one. Well, and just say hey, like one one dollar one dollar a month, and just say hey, thanks, I appreciate the support. Mm-hmm. Well, technically, I do have a Patreon page. I I opened one just to sort of park it, as it were. But I'm I wasn't taking any pledges. It's it's complicated financially as to why mm-hmm. Patreon could be a bit of a pain in the ass for me. Oh, I won't sure, go into sure. detail on uh, well, I mean, on unlike, the show for that. I can talk about that in the in between if you want. Well, but. unlike here in America, where if you if you make less than six hundred a month from it or something, you just be like, ah, that's not actual income. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't count. Thank you yeah, so much I have for no keeping me under that, that level, guys. Was. You know. <laughs> Sorry, my friend here keeps uh, wanting to interrupt. This is Grace. <laughs> for for people that are watching, not listening, or sorry, not watching but listening on audio, there's a cat that entered the frame here. So, Grace the cat. Kyle, what about you, man? What have you been up to? Uh, so I'm um, I'm sometime in the near future here. I'm <laughs> going to be moving, <laughs> and that's going to be out of just, Utah. No, you can't be an outcat. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm I'm moving. I'm moving. I'm one mile a whopping mile a whopping mile back to my mom's house <laughs> yeah so much so 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 much fun uh, you fucking beta cuck moving back <laughs> in with your mom yeah i know god damn uh damn lady just turned 68 god damn she yeah she just turned 68 yeah that uh, blows my mind my dad's been... almost 66 this week and i'm like fuck <laughs> yeah so last week uh she had a fall oh no yes oh dear uh she had a fall uh hit the coffee table bit through her leg. uh had to go get some stitches and and just she's she's taking a couple a couple falls and we just she needs somebody there yeah yeah so that's what we're gonna be doing and oh my god it's not gonna be fun no no moving back no it is not gonna be fun with a parent is never fun (laughs) it is it is not going to be fun um that's where we started. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, shortly after, shortly after me and my wife got married, we had a really shitty apartment and then we moved to a shitty, uh, townhouse with a roommate and that went to shit. Oh no roommates. Yeah. Oh. Well, I was, it's the only way it was the only possible way to afford anything remotely close to enough bedrooms because we had a fucking baby. <laughs> Uh, so you can imagine it didn't, it didn't go well. Was this before or after I got you hired at the job? <laughs> I'm <laughs> this fucking was, with you on this. This was before. <laughs> this was, this was before. And, and no, you keep that fucking dream, ho, gravy train. <laughs> oh, ho, ho God, did I make shit for money? Right. <laughs> I knew what you did before. Fucking yeah. teleperformance. God mm-hmm. damn. <laughs> uh, for people wondering, that is a, uh, a call center. It is. Uh, it is an international call center. Call center. Yeah. Yes, I was. Uh, I was on. I was. I was. I was in the IT department. Uh, oh, which meant the IT crowd was meant for you. Mm-hmm. That that whole show, mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, I spent years working in call centers. I know what it's like. Oh yeah, 
So when all that didn't uh, work out, you know, having <laughs> having a roommate with a baby. Uh, yeah, no, that didn't that didn't work out so Can well. Can you keep that fucking baby from crying all the time? <laughs> I'm trying to sleep, man. Yeah. <laughs> we just we kind of had to stick, you know, suck it up and, and stick that out. Uh, while while on the weekends, I came back home and and finished the basement of my parents' house, and we turned it into a, you know a mother a livable space, a livable mother-in-law apartment down yeah, yeah. there that we moved into and lived there for uh, several years until we could find our own house. At which point in time, the kids were starting school, so we <laughs> stayed in in the neighborhood more or less. And now we're going back, and so I, wish, I wish you all the so, best of luck. So it's gonna be it's gonna be so much fun. <laughs> uh, I gotta get rid of so much of my mom's shit. <laughs> Stuff oh, that look. she's just holding on to. Well, it's well. How many sewing machines do you need? Well, because everybody leaves, <laughs> and she's in there alone, and she looks at empty rooms and goes, "Oh, well, this room can't be empty. Uh, it needs another bed or okay. another couch." So if there's like. Three couches in bedrooms and multiple beds. Yeah, it's going to be fun. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Like, how many people did you think were actually going to come here and sleep? You know? It doesn't matter. Every room needs a bed. <sighs> and three couches. <laughs> and couches. A couch and a bed in every room. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Well, now I feel stupid. In every pot. Like you guys, <laughs> you guys have all had great things to talk about. I went and watched the Eternals this past weekend. That that's it for me. You know, that's fine. I sat home <laughs> and watched uh, Dune and, and Shang Chi. Oh, Dune. I watched Dune again, and and then watched Shang Chi when it. Came I out. keep telling myself I need to go watch it again. I need to go see it in IMAX again because I'm not going to get a chance to see it again. Mm -hmm. You know, I just I've watched it at home a couple times so far. Yeah, and I'm I'm just I'm waiting. Till I have the opportunity to go actually see it in a theater. But I also don't want to go to a fucking theater. I wish that I wouldn't have gone seen Eternals <laughs> with the entire family. Because <laughs> for a Marvel movie, guys, mm -hmm. it is a slow paced film. It is two and a half hours. And it ta it makes sure that you know that it's going to take that entire two and a half hours to get to the fucking point. I'm, I'm not kidding you. Like. Like, inciting incident doesn't happen until, like, 30 minutes till the end of the movie, you know? So you get two hours of world-building, character-building, and, you know, talking about exactly why they didn't step in and, you know, intervene in any of the shit that's been going on. There's a good goddamn reason for it, you know? Because they... That's not their mission. Their mission was to stop these certain bad guys called the Deviants, you know? And anything else is just, like, they get to live their life. Great. You know, it's just one of the, okay. As I told Kyle on the break, mm -hmm. if, if you're used to watching nothing but like Jackie Chan movies, this is like watching uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, where, you know, you're, you're watching it and you're like, wow, this is really artistic. There's a lot going on here that's, it's, it's above, you know, just fun action film or fun, you know, comedy kind of movie. There's a lot of people that are not going to, quite enjoy Eternals because they're, they're, they're conditioned. They're used to expecting what you get from like, uh, like Ant-Man where it's just a comedy mm -hmm. series, you know, or you went, let, let's look at the, the series that we have all together. We have, um, uh, Dr. Strange kind of serious, but most of it is mystical kind of stuff. Not a lot of that going on. 
You you have mm-hmm. beings that came to this planet like 7,000 years ago, set up base, and helped cultivate mankind. That leads to some long storytelling arcs, guys, you know? <laughs> where their mission is to help mankind get to a point where they're not being, uh, like killed by while they're they're helping themselves you know uh reach different levels of humanity you know like arthur c Clarke would do with uh uh, 2001 kind of stuff you know right right where humanity needs Mm -hmm. to reach a certain kind of nexus point where it's just like okay now it's time for this thing to happen and i'm not going to tell you what the this thing is but it's a thing it's a thing it's a thing that happens and it's it's it okay if if you've watched nothing, if you've if you've paid attention to nothing but the Marvel movies so far, you're gonna have a hard time with this one. If you have paid nothing attention to like anything with like the cosmic shit that happened in the Marvel universe, like in the comics and stuff, you're gonna have a hard time with this one. It is a different beast of a different color. You need to accept this because Marvel is going fucking wild in the next couple of years. Like Phase Four is the year where, like, shit goes fucking crazy, you know? We have Moon Knight, we have She-Hulk, we have fucking... We have all these... We have the shows now that are happening on Disney+, mm-hmm. Plus, where it's not like yeah. Netflix, where they're just playing, like, the uh, kind of winking at the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's actually part of it, you know? We have the, the Marvels coming out, you know? There's a lot of stuff that's going to be within the movie series, and there's some there's some stuff that happens in this movie, especially... Uh, mid credits, post credits, where you're just like, "Holy shit, man!" <laughs> and honestly, yeah, I had to Google it because I didn't understand what's going on with a lot of these <laughs> characters. Because I'm like, they make uh, a reference. They make a reference to the Black Knight. Yeah, and I was I was a DC person for fucking ages, mm-hmm. and so I didn't know the whole backstory with that. I didn't know the backstory of Thanos's cousin, you know, or, or whatever the fuck he's called. I'm not telling you who it is. I'm not telling you what it is. I'm just saying that this is the thing that happens. And it's just like, fuck, they're going there. You know, like we had with Loki. This that happened this past summer. Yeah. If you if you watch it on Disney Plus where like, hey, guys, multiverse is happening. And now here's Kang the Conqueror. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, here's Kang. By the way, shit's going to get weird. <laughs> <laughs> and Jonathan Majors is the best fucking person they could pick to play that person too. Yeah. Holy shit. So, okay. Bottom line, Eternals, if you have the ability to understand long form storytelling and you enjoy beautiful cinematic, you know, uh, storytelling, you're going to like it. There's a fucking shitload of people that you have to follow their stories. <laughs> there's, there's like 12 people in the Eternals. And you're going to have to know their names and what they are and who they are throughout this whole thing. You can do it. I believe in you. You, you can fo- you can follow through <laughs> with this movie, guys. It's not that hard to follow. It's not but, hard. If you could follow if you can follow the Avengers, you can follow this. <laughs> but Chloe Zhao is very much a person that makes deliberate long form storytelling movies. Mm-hmm. Expect that when you go to it. So anyway, yep. <laughs> uh, Bob out there in chess is a good comic learn. Comic nerd like myself knows all of this. So. <laughs> and uh, Collins, uh, Collins JS says uh, Kang's on SNL tonight. So oh, mm-hmm. I didn't even know that. So anyway, yeah, really good movie. There's going to be there's a lot of people that hate it. And there's going to be a lot more that are, that are going to hate it. But then like it's going to be one of those movies where 10 years from now, people are going to look back and go, Jesus, that was a good movie. 
You know, mm-hmm. it, right? Like the first Thor movie, the first Thor movie, and the first uh, Captain America movie, mm-hmm. where people are going to look back when we're in like Phase Three or something, and they're going to be like, "Oh, that kind of makes sense now. I get it." You know, <laughs> oh, that's how you tell a story. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're talking about Eternals, like entering into the realm of you know the storytelling that you have in the right. Marvel universe. That's hard to do, man. Like, you pay lip service when it comes to, like, Guardians of the Galaxy and them hanging out in nowhere. Mm-hmm. Cool. And they show one of the, uh, what, what I can't remember what his name the, is, but the uh, Eson the Searcher or whatever it is. The guy oh, that they had yeah. the power stone mm-hmm. that destroyed that planet. Right. Yeah. That's small eternal. You had Ego the Living Planet, another eternal. Not quite, you know, as level of, like, the people that you got in this movie. So, yeah. You're going to have a hard time if you don't know what's going on. But if you can if you can sit through it, if you can enjoy it and you get through it, you're going to be like, "Okay, I learned something this week." And then what comes after is going to be great. You know, this is just setting the bar for what's coming in the future. So, chill the fuck out, sit back and watch movies <laughs> and enjoy them. God damn it. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> And for my for for boilerplate, if anybody wants to get my one line mm-hmm. review of this whole thing, uh, if you enjoyed Steven Universe, the first couple of seasons of that, you're gonna enjoy this movie. <laughs> That's a deep dive to some people out there, but everybody's gonna be like, "Oh, I get it now." So anyway, I mean, the people yeah. who the people no, familiar I, with Steven Universe are love Steven. Yeah, Universe. no, I understand. <laughs> I've watched the first couple of seasons of Steven Universe. I'd love to catch up and watch the rest of it but. so you know the uh the whole thing where the uh the the thing evolving inside the planet's core mm-hmm. you know the the gemstone that's made up of all yeah, the yeah, yeah. kind of like that so that's your story okay so <laughs> good movie i i really enjoyed it i would like to get i would like to see it again but i'm going to wait for it to hit disney plus so i'll Fair buy enough. it there's going to be a lot of people there's just people are just willing to shit on things just because they it's not oh, of their flavor of you know what they're expecting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But keep in mind, this also had Rob Rob Stark and Jon Snow in it at the same mm-hmm. time. This is some good looking guys, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good look it, it's a good looking cast. The whole cast is good. The whole cast movie. is good looking. That should be reason enough alone to had, say I'll sit and watch this for two hours. Well, and it had the the first Marvel sex scene in it, which is not really much at all. So if parents, if you're listening, and you're worried about showing this to your kids. No, there's not much going well, on except look, for like shirtless people wiggling against each other. That's it. You know? <laughs> if you're if you're concerned about sex scenes in a movie. Yeah, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah. If you're OK mm. with the violence, but not the sex. Right. <laughs> and for people, my God, I've seen so many people talk about how this movie is gay porn. And I'm like. No, there's a gay couple in it, and they're raising a kid together, and it's honestly fucking something that brought me to tears watching it because yeah. <laughs> if you call it, yeah, if you're calling that gay porn, <laughs> you you have not been around the internet long yeah. enough. Well, no, and- no, my 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 <laughs> son's seen the movie, and he says the there's like a kiss in it, and it's like the most tamest thing ever. It's tame, yeah. but it's also done with song. Uh, it's the end of the world. Uh, by done by that lady. I can't remember what I can't remember who did the song. You know, don't they know it's the end of the world? And he's tucking his kid in oh, for po- yeah. quite possibly the last time he's going to be tucking his kid <laughs> in and kissing mm. his partner goodbye. Because he's off to do fucking heroic shit, you know, where it's just yeah. like, oh, fuck, I teared up watching that because I'm like, that's hard. He's the only person that actually, like, 
developed real emotions for other people that live on the planet. You know, good fucking movie. Good fucking movie. I I, I loved it a whole lot. There's going to be so many people, especially my family, where they're just like, I was bored. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, stop watching movies. Sit down. Let me introduce you to every cut of Blade Runner. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Hang on, let me show you. Uh, let the right one in. How about that? You know. Oh God, I fucking love that movie. You know the the Swedish version. You know the yes. The American version is fine, but you know it's not as good as the uh, the the import. So it, it the original. Didn't, it didn't. It, it didn't, didn't hit. It didn't hit. It, it didn't hit. <laughs> Hi, I'm Amy with a Y, and I live in Minnesota. And I'm Amy with an I, and I live in Texas. And we're the hosts of Secular Soup, where each week we offer up a bowl of real talk about atheism, feminism, politics, parenting, and whatever else we want to talk about because it's our podcast. Just listen to what these random dudes are saying about our show. They used to have that cartoon Daria. This is what would happen if Daria and Jane grew up and started a podcast. So if you like extremely foul-mouthed ladies with opinions, this is the podcast for you. You can find us wherever fine podcasts are sold and you can join us on all the social medias just search for secular soup podcast in the google machine take it from your old friend eli bosnick grab a bowl and taste the magic slurp even this i'm a college man i won't need my high school diploma anymore i am too smart i am too smart i am too smart i am too smart smrt I mean, S-M-A-R-R-T. Let's get to some news, shall we? Let's let's hit some of these headlines that I've, I've got lined up for well, us. Well, why not? Well, I mean, we have to, because that's how the show goes. Sure. Do we? Do we now? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Well, we do. I don't know. Because after the break, we're going to get to uh, Mormon myths. You know, fun, oh, that's fun. fun things hmm. that come from that. So let's go ahead and get started with uh, Jerry Falwell. Who's somehow back in? Oh, sorry. This is the junior Jerry Falwell Jr. I was going to say, isn't he's dead? Jerry Falwell Sr. Long dead. (laughs) Yeah, he's back in the news, which means we get to rehash all the reasons he used to be in the news. Oh, good. (laughs) Uh, You may recall that uh, a year ago, Falwell sued Liberty University for allegedly damaging his reputation. Yeah, how'd that go? (laughs) Well, (laughs) according to him at Meta here, the article says the lawsuit was a joke to begin with, in large part because the guy who posted a bizarre picture of himself. With his fly unzipped and belly out, and who liked photos of younger women in not-so-Christian poses, and who posted racist tweets in response to the governor of Virginia mandating face masks in public spaces, who called the parent dummy for asking why Liberty was reopening during the COVID crisis, and who censored the school's own journalists, and who apparently fell down the stairs because he got hammered. But no, he was drinking black water, I think is what they said in the thing at the time, and was claiming that his former university was making him look bad. And that's even before we get into the pool boy scandal, <laughs> mm. where he was literally cucked. <laughs> right, right. That's fine. Which is fine. If that's fine your thing, it. I'm, I'm yeah. not saying it, but I'm just Look, saying. It, yeah, if you're an adult, if they're an adult, if everybody involved is an adult and consenting, I Do don't it. care. Have fun. I don't yeah. give a fuck. Don't be shitty about everybody yeah. else's proclivities if you've got your own. Yeah. I mean, don't be like, ooh, I'm oogie about this when you got some oogie shit going on in your life. You know, <laughs> I don't view any of it as oogie, you know. <laughs> no? So anyway, Falwell's case was never strong. But more to the point, it isn't a victory that would have salvaged his reputation when Falwell was his own biggest enemy. Uh, and then in December, he dropped the case entirely, maybe because he realized he was responsible for all the humiliation he, he was receiving. You know, 
Oh, if Joe was here tonight, he would have some choice lines about Jerry Falwell Jr. So, <laughs> so anyway, Falwell has chosen to re- resurrect his lawsuit in part because of the alleged defamation and in part because he said there's a lot of stuff that Liberty currently owns that he wants back. Uh, and a 16-page document alleges that the university made defamatory statements about Falwell, including a speech delivered by David Nasser, the Liberty's senior vice president for spiritual development. Hmm. That's a made-up fucking thing. That is. <laughs> very, that is very made up, yes. I am the I am the bureaucrat of spiritual studies, you know. <laughs> I am the the seersucker of uh good vibes. That's what I am, you know. Seersucker's a type of suit. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's uh what you referred to as shameful actions and sinful behavior committed by Falwell. Uh-huh. Don't kink shame. Come on, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> a later news release from Liberty also claimed that Falwell lacked spiritual stewardship, according to his lawsuit, and his countersuit makes new charges that Liberty has kept some of his personal property by banning him and his wife Becky with an eye from its campus since last year. Motherfucker, the the campus was started by your dad, and you've been, like, not been allowed to come back on the property. You've had to fuck up really hard. I (laughs) mean, have you asked for this stuff back? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Just Like, maybe that's a good place to start. Uh, Or maybe, maybe the things... (laughs) are really stupid (laughs) yeah so what are those things since falwell's resignation liberty has wrongfully possessed and controlled mr falwell's property it says here the law in the lawsuit Uh uh-huh among the personal items that falwell claims that liberty university has retained are a 38 caliber revolver what the fuck was that doing there in the first place fucking why would you have that at your at your at your fucking office man And (laughs) if you left it behind, I'm pretty sure that's just fucking abandoned property. Uh, If they have any, if they have any brains whatsoever, that was turned the fuck into the local police. Put it in the smelter. (laughs) Or just, or disposed of. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Lorcan74 in our chat says, a red stapler. Be a red stapler. (laughs) Oh, please be a red stapler. (laughs) No, no. The URL jerryfallwell.com I mean you do realize that a URL is not actually something that someone can physically possess, right? Exactly. It's <laughs> like it's not it's not sitting on the campus. Right. Like you're 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 being able to access the campus isn't going to do any good at recovering that and if it's currently inactive you you can you can talk to the fucking registrar. I mean, you could do the who yeah. is on that fucking URL. And you can find out who you need to contact in order to get that URL sent to you, or you can buy it at a certain price. If, if it was bought, you if it was originally bought, JerryFallwell.com, using university money, guess who it belongs, belongs to? to? The yeah, then it's not yours. Right. <laughs> so, okay. So there's two fuck-offs. Yeah. What's the third? Uh, personal items from Falwell's former, former offices. And Liberty Warehouses. Pretty yeah. sure those are things that go into a box and sex toys. They get yeah. yeeted out the they get yeeted out the window maybe, to a dumpster. Maybe that's where the red fired. stapler is. The red stapler's on that it's one. It's in the personal home. And his fucking yeah. post-it notes. Yeah, I had the neon green ones, you know. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, three horses provided to the equestrian center. If you have given those ho- if you bought those horses using university funds not and yours. provided them to the equestrian center on the school campus, guess who they belong to, Jerry? <laughs> if you left the horses there and they've been taking care of them, they're not yours anymore. <laughs> no. Those horses don't want to go with you. Like pretty <laughs> look, the, the you've got like the the what is it like the rule of 30 days? Abandoned property, 30 days. Yes. Yeah. If well, you, a horse needs more attention than fucking every 30 days, man. <laughs> right. Mm. So, yeah. And I'm uh, pretty sure. Why the fuck? If they're your legal files, legal files. <laughs> yeah, the next one's legal files from 19. If they're your legal files, what the fuck are you doing keeping them at the university from, if they're per your personal legal files? <laughs> from when? From 1988 to 2007. So you have 19 years of legal files. Uh-huh. There's a reason that, like, in my office at, at my job, and I haven't been there for, like, uh, two years, <laughs> almost two years, I didn't keep certain things filed there at the job. I would take them home with me because I didn't need mm. to keep them on the site because they were personal shit. Yeah. Yeah. And also, you shouldn't be doing personal and shit. Also, on, uh, you and be doing and personal also, if you wanted to keep that stuff, like, secure, why wouldn't you, you know, I don't know, keep it with your solicitor? Or why didn't you pack it up when you got yeeted out the door? <laughs> yeah. Like, you knew the, the absconsion was coming. You know, you were going to get fucking ca- shit canned anyway. Mm-hmm. Why didn't you go, oh, I need to get those things from storage? <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, they didn't just kick you out and lock the door behind you. <laughs> you you had time to pack your shit and leave. And I'm sure you could have talked to your, your at the time, administrative assistant and say, hey, I need these things. Or maybe they yeah. fucking can them so hard so quick that that's entirely, everything was in a stasis field the entire time that he was gone. Sure, I mean that's entirely that's entirely possible too. Uh, in which case there's probably a there was probably a box of his shit <laughs> that they just packed up and somebody said, What do we do with it? And somebody I'm sure somebody said, Well, if it's important to him, they'll ask for it back, right? Yeah, let's let's put these horses in this box real quick. <laughs> they got a, a box of horses. In the basement of the administration <laughs> building. <laughs> and then finally, a collection of books and historical items. Uh-huh. I didn't keep anything that I didn't want to burn down in the building at the job. <laughs> mm. Like, even pictures of my kids. I'm like, this is a copy of the pictures of my kids. You know? It's like, yeah. the originals didn't go into the fucking office, you know? Yeah. Like maybe some toys, but they all ended up over here on the shelf mm-hmm. behind me. But yeah, when we got yeeted out, of when we got yeeted out of our fucking office here, Kyle. <laughs> so uh, him in here says nothing screams. I'm a conservative Christian. Like filing a lawsuit against the fundamentalist college that you once led in order to get your gun back. <laughs> As for the rest of the items, let them fight. When right. you hire the worst people and let them get away with just about everything, you're begging for a petty fight mm-hmm. over some goddamn horses. <laughs> Damn it, man, that's some... <laughs> it's not the horse's fault, man. Yeah, and I, sure thought, the... I thought Hemant was a, a vegetarian and an animal rights activist, you know? He I says, I don't know if this lawsuit's going to get anywhere. But if it creates chaos among the school's administrators, it's glorious. <laughs> please, by all means, yeah, yeah, you guys have fun with that. Let, please let it go to let it go to a trial. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> so we can explain, please, how exactly. Let's drag school, all this dirty laundry out. Yeah. How exactly <laughs> are they preventing you from re-registering your URL? <laughs> so any school whose leaders ignore sexual assaults remain home to a right-wing think tank. That's actually a propaganda outlet and just oozes racism and deserves it, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had the Falkirk group that was there for a while. You know, Jerry Falwell and uh, the fuck is his name? The the guy with the small face but the big head. Char- Charlie, Charlie Kirk. Charlie, Charlie, Charlie Kirk. Kirk. There you go. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, that was a group that Good existed there for small a while. Small face Kirk. Small face Kirk. You know, the guy that looked like a Dick Tracy fucking but apparently a fucking huge man compared to like Ben Shapiro and holy shit. I mean, it's not hard to do. Ben Shapiro took a say. picture next to Joe Rogan and they're the same fucking height guys. <laughs> I didn't realize that the right was full of manlets. <laughs> and if you're a short man, I don't mean to make fun of you, but I'm just saying that these guys that claim to be alpha males and I'm the fucking look, I'm, I'm the beginning and the end of all testosterone. I am I am not, four foot six. I like, am not a, I up. am not a tall person and I'm taller than them. So that's that's No, I bet is is there's not much that's funnier than Ben Shapiro doing his, you know, gun show and all that sort of thing. <laughs> no, no, Ben Shapiro wearing ridiculous. a fucking bola tie and a fucking cowboy hat has just got me rolling right now. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, how tall are you? Uh, you know. You know how tall you are. Every guy knows how tall they are. Uh, five, seven. Oh, okay. That's not bad. Ish. Mm-hmm. I mean, compared to Felicia, who's like five foot nil. <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, I'm not a tall, I'm not a tall person. Uh, so anyway, so Hemet finishes off this article by saying, it'll take a pool boy to clean up a mess this large. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, Hemet. Thankfully, Fantastic. he has one handy. <laughs> that, that don't, no, 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 he doesn't. The pool boy is a little tied up right now. Yeah, with his wife. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, let them have their thing. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. They're saying the man's busy. He's got dick to lay, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Want to get in touch with the Outcasts? It's easy. We're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube, Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker. Well, shit, you name it. Uh, you can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined, click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch. Get the hell out of here now. You get out of here, fella. I'm trying to watch the Smurfs. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You're trying to watch the Smurfs? Yeah. Did you see the one where Papa Smurf took a crutch and smashed the shit out of a guy with a red hat? Did you see that one? You want to see that one? Okay, next story. Also from the Friendly Atheist. Um, Greg Locke. Let's talk about this shit. Oh, please, yes. <laughs> We're playing the hits this yeah. week, guys. Uh, that is. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, indeed we are. So just this past week, he chastised his own, his own congregation for chanting, Let's go, Brandon. Brandon. Oh. Okay. Which is, it, we don't need to know. It's a euphemism. We you know, know. We know. That, yeah. that they get to say, fuck Joe Biden. Uh, while tricking God into thinking that they're not swearing. Locke said that- <laughs> <laughs> he, he thinks, he thinks that's what the, he thinks that's what, the, oh, Jesus Christ, of course he does. Locke says that the, the phrase is an embarrassment to the body, a stain on his church, if you will. So anyway, back in August, the House Select Committee to investigate the January 6th attack on the United States Capitol sent a records request to the National Archives. 
asking for all documents and communications concerning the 2020 elections and a handful of people, including specifically, uh huh, Gregory Locke. <laughs> Locke was present at the January 6th rally. Mm. Preceding the insurrection attempt, though he has consistently said that he never went inside the Capitol. And there's no evidence the contrary. Okay. So, anyway, so during a sermon the, the, the couple of nights ago, Locke mentioned that people were asking him if he'd personally been subpoenaed yet. So instead of, you know, telling them the truth where it's like, I didn't go in there, I didn't do anything. Which is that there no, there's no reason to think that he would be called to testify since he wasn't a White House official or involved with the planning of the attacks. He pretended to be a willing martyr for the cause, begging to be subpoenaed. Pastor Locke is very desperate to be subpoenaed over the January 6th insurrection so he can rebuke that Jezebel demon baby killing pedophile. Nancy Pelosi in the name of Christ says him and Meta. So. <laughs> He's going to have a real, <laughs> a real easy time. Uh, considering she's not on the committee and he would not be talking <laughs> to her. So anyway, he says, I got a message today. Hey, pastor, they just sent out their second round of investigation subpoenas for Nancy Pelosi's whatever watch terror hit list that I'm on. <laughs> Jesus and somebody said, really? are you OK? Did you get your subpoena yet? And I said, nope, but I hope I do. You hear me? I hope I do. I can't wait. To sit up in the halls of justice, standing up to my feet. That's a weird what? way. That's what a... the fuck does that mean, man? There's video of this, but I'm not going to fucking play it. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't blame you. Standing up to my me. feet and in the name of Jesus, rebuke that Jezebel demon baby killing pedophile in the name of Jesus Christ on national TV. That's going to be really hard for you to do because she's not presiding over yeah. this <laughs> she's, she's she is. got very little to do with it <laughs> don't you think i won't do it yes i will i'll rebuke them all in the name of jesus and they're gonna be like great we hold you in contempt of congress mm -hmm. do not pass go do not collect two hundred dollars <laughs> you know uh you gotta uh, roll and, doubles to get out of there so i and, will and what's the bet what's the bet if he actually did get subpoenaed and he actually got you know, dragged before Congress that he wouldn't just stand there and wet his pants. Oh, I'm I'm sure he actually would if if push came to shove. Uh I, I do I do, however, think it would be funny <laughs> if he ever did get the chance to personally rebuke Nancy Pelosi. I'm her reaction would be Pretty. I think pretty it'd be funny good. as shit because she'd be like, yeah. <laughs> um, "It would." I'm pretty sure he would get a. That's nice, sweetie. That's nice, sweetie. Yeah. Sit the fuck down. <laughs> and so he says here, "I ain't scared a bit." So FBI, I hope you get my subpoena soon. I've been waiting. He just can't wait uh -huh. to be the fucking victim here, can you? No, <laughs> he can't. And he can't. I think part of the problem is right now he can't stand. <laughs> The fact that he is not fucking important enough. No. Yeah, exactly. For for anybody to give a fuck. I mean, if he would have rushed in and, you know, got shot by, you know, the Capitol Police instead of Ashley Babbitt, maybe he would have <laughs> this fucking martyr complex that he, he currently has, you know? 
He Maybe, didn't try hard. He enough. didn't try hard enough. You know, he's no. he actually recognized where the fucking law meets the road. It <laughs> said, "I'm not going in there. I'm not." Oh stupid. yeah, yeah. We've you, we've known for a good long time that he's. It is. It is all bark. One hundred percent bark. To be fair, no to bite. Be, to be fair, all. X. Yeah, he is stupid. He's just not. <laughs> oh yeah, that. He is. Yes. And that's that's the really fucked up thing is like. One of the people that rushed into the, the, the capital when it happened was the guitarist for one of my favorite metal bands ever. You know? <laughs> and it still hurts my feelings that like the guitarist from Iced Earth went in there. And I'm like, dude, yeah. what the fuck, man? <laughs> like you made good sci-fi albums of like fucking like metal. Like what not not good enough for me to give a fuck. No, I mean, mm. no, I honestly don't believe a lot it's, of people can it give is shit a, about it. But <laughs> well, no, it's even like fine, yeah, great, good music. Not good enough for me to just go. All mm-hmm. right, well, that's a thing I don't need anymore. Yeah, I mean, I'm still gonna listen to their fucking songs. It's good music. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Except now I get the added story of, hey kids, this guy that's playing guitar right now. Yeah, he got arrested and he turned right. fucking state evidence against these people. So, <laughs> because he is one of those three percenters that decided mm-hmm. to, uh, uh, hey, I'm going to be facing a lot of prison time. Uh, I'd like to squeal. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> yes, hello. I have a list of names. Who can I deliver them to? <laughs> uh, yes, I did save my text messages. <laughs> oh, yeah. I kept everything from Telegraph. You know? <laughs> so. Anyway, Greg Locke, he's just all bluster, really. Mm-hmm. So We don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. Perfectly calm, dude. Yeah, waving the fucking gun around? Calmer than you are. Howard Schultz. Mm-hmm is facing backlash from employees on social media after he drew a comparison over the weekend between Holocaust prisoners and the coffee company's mission. That's two very distinct piles of shit that we got going on here, man. (laughs) Holy fuck. (laughs) Right? (laughs) So workers of uh, Starbucks are are trying to unionize, uh, some of them at least, in Buffalo, Mm -hmm. New York. Mm Mm-hmm. And in a video on Starbucks YouTube page, Schultz, who is also Jewish, which is doesn't it's important, though, (laughs) it's important that you don't have the fucking the pulse of your fucking community. It's like, hey, nine million of us were murdered like 70 years ago. I'm just going to go ahead and forget all that because of capitalism, you know. Right. (sighs) Can be seen. Speaking passionately to employees on Saturday, he refers to a story about Holocaust prisoners at at concentration camps in Mm. Poland who had to share their limited resources. Not motherfucker. Starbucks. Limited resources. You have stores everywhere. (laughs) Yep. Yes. Congratulations. You have introduced shit coffee. Burnt coffee. Burnt as shit fucking coffee. You know, don't tell me Pike's Place Roast is good. It's not, man. Even your blonde is burnt. <laughs> you don't know how to roast a bean. Fuck you, people. <laughs> this Sorry. is true. I'm, I'm moody. Like, like, <laughs> I used to like Starbucks, but then it became like what it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it became shit. It, it really did. So 
Not everyone, but most people shared their blanket with five other people, said Schultz, adding that he was inspired to share his own quote-unquote blanket with five other people. Uh, so much of that story is threaded into what we've tried to do at Starbucks is share our blanket. Uh-huh. Huh? Schultz, who is a chairman emeritus of Starbucks, has referred to the story in the past, saying it's a tale about humanity. He says Starbucks has a long tradition of doing right by its employees. And yeah, the baristas get paid well. You know, not not amazing, but better than fucking Walmart wages. But that's not saying yeah. much, you know. And they also include health care benefits, college mm-hmm. tuition reimbursement and equity in the company. Great. Sure. The least you can Great. fucking do, man. So, and you know what? Yeah. Even if they do, you know, have these good benefits, mm-hmm. comparatively speaking, that doesn't uh deny their workers the right to unionize if they damn well want to. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, because heaven forbid they should form a union and and actually uh make that compensation yeah. uh, better or fair or, or, or even just protect what they currently have. <laughs> yeah, or <laughs> protect that. Yeah. So he made several appeals to workers to realize that Starbucks isn't a perfect company that will make but insisted that the company will try to fix them and learn from them. Uh, in fighting unionization, Schultz and Starbucks have said that they are listening to employees and are striving to improve conditions. Obviously not enough if they're going to unionize against you, you know? Mm. Well, the thing is, you shouldn't... You shouldn't have to have... You should, there shouldn't be any kind of impetus to people being unionized at all. You well, know? and you shouldn't be yeah. afraid of it. No. Exactly. But we live in this fucking capitalist hellhole that we yeah. live in right now. Where Right. If it's... Look, if you're... It's one of those situations. If you did nothing wrong, you have nothing to fear. Look, exactly. It's fine. It's great. Look, if you if you have a company and you honestly believe you're taking care of your employees and your employees still want to unionize, go ahead and support that. Say fine. Go ahead. Yeah. Make a union, and we'll work together to make this company fucking better than it ever has been before. Right. No. So you guys yeah. can have your union. You will represent your rights and needs, and you will tell us by the union, and we will have a negotiation and come to an agreement. Instead, no, we want we want to we do this piecemeal. We want to be able to, you know, look, I can only share my blanket with five people. So last month, after the, the workers petitioned for the right to unionize, the company announced the new pay plan that included raises. You had to introduce a new pay plan that included raises? Mm. Why, why don't you have that to begin with, you know? I wouldn't be working for who I work for if there wasn't a fucking set schedule of when I can expect a raise, you know? Yeah. If it was just one of those, oh, well, the belt's really tight this year around. We need to not let anybody have any kind of raises. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I'm moving on to somewhere else. Fuck you. The belt's tight. I know what the belt looks like. <laughs> the belt ain't keeping up with fucking inflation this year. I'll tell you that right now. Our cola isn't going to fucking make up for whatever the fuck, the, like 6% fucking inflation that we got. I'm not going to get a 6% cost of living increase. Are you kidding me? No. Ugh, man. So workers seeking to unionize complain of insufficient training. Absolutely. Yeah. Because I've, okay. I've had some fucked up orders from Starbucks. Uh, staffing. Yeah. Staffing is always going to be an issue and it will mm-hmm. continu- continuously be an issue. It's, it's a fucking issue of my job. It'll be, it'll be an issue until the wages and, and compensation. Until they stop paying their CEOs 400% of whatever the fuck, yeah. like, a regular person makes. And mm-hmm. Not 400. 400. Try 400 4, times, you know. Right. Yeah, 400 times, yeah. yeah. So, 
The National Labor Relations Board is set to send ballots to workers at the three Buffalo locations on Wednesday. Workers have until December 8th to vote whether to align themselves with the Worker Union Labor Union. Uh, workers United Labor Union. Sorry. None of the corporate-owned Starbucks locations in the U.S. are unionized. The vote would apply only to three locations in Buffalo. Yeah, but it's a start. And it's going to spread. <laughs> yeah, it'll spread. So the unionization push comes amid broader labor unrest in the U.S. Nearly 100,000 workers from healthcare to Hollywood have challenged their working conditions, demanding higher wages and better benefits. And about 60,000 workers in Hollywood, California, members of the International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees, are mm -hmm. voting on a new contract. After they narrowly avoided a strike, more than 24,000 healthcare workers at Kaiser Permanente are considering walking off the job. So it's just a... a we have a lot more fucking unions right now pulling their weight and showing that, hey, us together stands better than us being separate, you know, and, and we've, we've, we're facing like the John Deere strike, the Kellogg strike. There's a lot of people out there that are striking because we're not being paid what we're owed. Right. Because there's not a labor shortage. No, no, no. There's if 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 labor is a commodity, they've been paying entirely too little to have yeah. it. It's now time for the market to adjust itself and for them to pay oh, what's, God, what's no, owed. Not the free market. Not the free market. Not, not, not that not, capitalism. Not you know? that capitalistic free market solution. No. The labor's still out there, but the demand is higher. So you know what that means? <laughs> it's If you want me to go back to fucking Econ 101 and go over supply and demand with you guys here, you know. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> sorry. People complaining about labor shortages, uh, you know, a lot of you guys are the ones who were fucking pissed about immigration and made that fall through the hole. Yeah, just like you fucking Brexit assholes that yeah. <laughs> you're now facing oh, gas no. shortages because you can't find a fucking lorry driver <laughs> to carry that heavy load. So. Oh, no. Now, now, we no now we no longer have a, a fresh influx of, of uh, immigrants to take on these super low wage jobs. So we, <laughs> we, we need a new underpay. class of people to take advantage of. Yeah. It's not going to fucking happen because unions are fucking happening. So yeah, it's a great time to be alive. So anyway, yeah. that, that's all I got. It just it made me laugh that the CEO for Starbucks is like, can't we all just get along? And they're like, no, no fuck, you. fuck you, pay me. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> And that's honestly all people want. Like, I, I had a thought exercise in the car, drive, mm -hmm. driving my oldest kid to school th this last week. And I was talking about, okay, let's talk about if you made 15 bucks an hour. Let's talk about where all that money goes. Mm -hmm. And, like, it got to the point where I was like, okay, so after you have a car, place to live, groceries, and everything else, you have about 300 bucks a month that you can live off of. Mm -hmm. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. It was fucking terrifying. It was just one of those things where I'm like, why sh I should stop talking right now. I shouldn't scare them <laughs> the way that I'm scaring them right now. But I couldn't help myself because the world fucking sucks right now. <laughs> yes, yes. So yes, if you are a if you are a person that owns a business and you make ten times more than what your lowest employee makes, rethink that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Pay them what they're fucking owed. God damn it. So guys, we're gonna jump to a break. When we come back, we'll be back with uh uh some fun little uh quirks about the LDS church because I needed something to talk about that wasn't fucking depressing. So anyway. <laughs> don't worry, we're gonna find a way to make it depressing. No, it'll be it'll be fine. It'll be fun. We'll we'll talk about that more here in a minute. We're gonna jump off to a break and we will be right back. Did you know that if you're not a Patreon patron, you're not getting the entire show each week? It's true. We record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil, you're missing out. 
Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear, or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash utahoutcasts for more information. The Jesus of Mormonism. Mormon Jesus. Mormon Jesus. Joseph Smith. All right, folks, we are back from our break, and uh, like I promised at the beginning of the show, we're going to be talking about some, uh, and I looked up, specifically I typed into my search engine, kooky Mormon beliefs, K-O-O-K-Y, Mormon beliefs. <laughs> and and you got results. I found many you results. Absolutely, of course you got results. Well, because, and what spawned this is the fact that you're working on something. I'm not yes. going to say what it is, but you're working on something, and I'm yes, like, I am working on something. oh, hey, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that <laughs> instead of what I was going to talk about, which would have been like some Matt Powell stuff or, you know, <laughs> I'm glad we have something else. So let's go ahead and uh, talk about some of the more wacky beliefs that people out there might not realize about uh, Mormondom and uh, where they come from. Starting things off, we have uh, dark skin is a curse from God and light skin is a blessing from God. Right. Which, of course, they've tried to retcon. Yeah. Even my mother-in-law at dinner tonight tried to retcon this one. And I'm like, nope, that was in the original Book of Mormon, lady. (laughs) You know, you can't. You can't shuffle this one off. You know, you, I don't care how many Gladys Knights and the pips that you have joining your religion. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to be able to get out of this one. So in, in two Nephi, which I haven't got to on the Outcast X channel because fuck, I'm stuck in first Nephi. Uh, and he had caused a cursing to come upon them. Yea, even a sore cursing because of their iniquity. For behold, they had hardened their hearts against him. Talking about God. Yep. And they had become unto like a flint. You know, flints, dark skit, dark colored stones. Right. Wherefore, as they are right, they were white and exceedingly fair and delightsome <laughs> that they might not be enticing unto my people. The Lord God did cause a skin of blackness to come upon them. <laughs> this is from yeah. their book, guys. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Brett called that one. <laughs> they tried. They're trying. Ooh, they're oh, trying. Lord, they're trying. <laughs> And in 3 Nephi 2.15, and their curse was taken from them, and their skin became white like unto the Nephites. So, <laughs> right. Right. And there's so a, what you're saying, deep down. The more godly yeah. you are, the lighter your skin becomes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, how about but that? Let's but not, let's not pretend that this is something that's peculiar to Mormonism. They might be more blatant with it, but a lot of, Chris, a lot of Christian denominations have believed in that whole sort of mark of ham or whatever it is yeah yeah the the yeah the children of ham there you go yeah okay how about this one it okay bicycle legs do you know that there are three different kingdoms of heaven when it comes to the the mormon beliefs <laughs> oh yeah yeah the celestial celestial and i can't remember the oh, other okay one. so if you remember sea turtle 
That's how mm-hmm. you can tell the three of them apart. You have celestial, like terrestrial, and telestial. You know, like telestial. Yeah. Yes. Terrestrial, stupidest. celestial, yeah. and ter- yeah. Anyway, sea turtle. That's how you sea turtle. There you go. That's how you remember the three of them. So anyway, okay. <laughs> the people in the lowest kingdom of heaven don't have genitals. <laughs> you don't get to enjoy fucking if you're in the lowest kingdom of heaven. Man. I mean, that's that's fine for some people. I mean, yeah, other folks from being thrust upon them. <laughs> anyway, Joseph Fielding Smith, Doctrine of Salvation, Volume 2, he, he's quoted by saying, In both these kingdoms, there will be changes in the bodies and limitations. Some of the functions in the celestial body will not appear in the terrestrial body, neither in the telestial body, and the power of procreation will be removed. I take it that men and women will in these kingdoms be neither man nor woman, merely immortal beings having received the resurrection. Man, what a boring afterlife that would be. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you can find... <laughs> I, maybe sex wouldn't be the only thing. Maybe you'd well, find no, that's, fulfillment in other stuff. But. No, I mean, look, in a way, if you're going to start up a religion <laughs> and you really want to convince people to, to go, go to the highest go level all yeah. in. <laughs> I mean, first you entice them in by saying, Oh, Hey, you know, we don't really have a hell. Mm. We just have these, these three levels of, of salvation. Um, it's multi-level salvation marketing. This makes me think of Jonah Vasquez <laughs> when he was in Johnny, the homicidal <laughs> maniac. If anybody's ever yeah. read that comic, Brilliant, where, you should. Fucking fantastic yeah. comic, man. Uh, but anyway, where he, he talked about hell is just like heaven, but everything's B-grade. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. It's, so it's you, like you get you get the as many chocolate chip cookies as you mm-hmm. want, but you never have the milk yeah. to go with them. You know? So it's it's not it's not bad from, you know, a grift, you know, viewpoint. Yeah. You, you draw them in, go, okay, look, there's no eternal damnation. There's no total bad. There's just, you know, kind of bad. But there's oh, three yeah. levels of right, good. Right. You know? yeah, and, you know, if you make it to the top level by contributing this much of your income, which is a requirement to make it there. 10% at least. You get to by, keep By job. telling people, like, look, fine, you're not going to be in hell, <laughs> but we're taking your dick. <laughs> it's a pretty good motivator for most people. That's fine, but for the rest of eternity, you can't come. Which is, I think, a reason we need to sell, like, the vaccine mandate. <laughs> like, hey, man, do you enjoy having a raging harder? Do you enjoy having boners? <laughs> if the answer is yes, then get the vaccine, because if you get COVID, there's a chance you'll be flaccid forever, you know? That, that is, I believe, a possible side effect. I... It is. Can't really guarantee. <laughs> Look, it fucks around with your circul- circulatory system. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. fucks around with a lot of stuff, but yeah, no, it it's not good for your body. <laughs> How about this uh, this one right here? Uh, there are secret handshakes to get into heaven. Yep. Absolutely, guys. That is 100% true. Right. <laughs> and they're not cool handshakes either. No, they're dumb. Like, they're stupid handshakes. We're talking like one. Okay, for people watching on video, you're going to be able to see this easier. But for anybody else that's not watching, uh, you have to let, go with my narration here. 
One is where you extend your index finger when you're going to shake someone's hand and you put it onto like their wrist portion, like on the inside of their, like past their palm onto their wrist. That's one of them. The next one is like you essentially C clamp pinch someone's meat between their thumb and for, like index finger. Mm -hmm. Like it's the secret handshake where you go in and you're like, hey, I'm going to squeeze the shit out of this part. And that's like the sure sign of the nail. I th no, that's the one on the wrist. Know. That's the one on the wrist. Yeah, that's the, that's the one on the wrist. Uh, the other one is just the dick move. <laughs> yeah. And like, no, these are literally fucking secret handshakes yeah. that they teach you through the veil. They have a temple worker that sits beyond <laughs> this fucking cloth veil. <laughs> it's, it's a curtain with a, a hole curtain in it. It's a hole in it. <laughs> Somebody it's, can it, stick their hand. It's a glory hole. <laughs> it is a glory hole used, used for handshakes. And yeah. uh, except once... A, Except once a month, you know. So you they, have you have they, to get through like they these, put down the plastic, like two or three different <laughs> levels of like tests that you have to do it's, to get into the celestial room. It's so stupid. And when you get ah. into the celestial room, guess yeah. what you get to do? You get to just like lounge. It's not. Ooh. It's it's a nice room within the temple where you get to right. be like, I'm just gonna chill here. For a I minute. mean, it was more it was more <laughs> interesting back in the day. Yeah, like when your life was day. shit, you know. Well, no, because there was more than just lounging going going on. Oh, there. yeah, that's there right. Was, I forgot about that. Yeah, there yeah. were whole ceremonies of endowments. and There's a reason that special temple couch thing has, like, padded arm. Uh, never mind. I'm not going to get into the fucking <laughs> There were fucking. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fucking furniture inside the temple, guys. There was a lot of it. So, okay, so let's see. What's the next one we have here? There's no swimming on Sundays. Because what? Satan has dominion over the water. This is one of those things I heard <laughs> so, about so many times when I moved here to the state. Yeah. I'm like, that's weird. What the fuck? It is. Guys? It is incredibly. It is, are we just. I don't even. Are we just talking the ocean or are we talking like swimming? Any, pools? any body of water. Like all like, of them. Literally like any, any body of, of water. Yeah. So I had. Titanic swimming. It's. Wow. Yeah. It's fucking. This is one of I've, those like bonkers things. I've had missionary friends where they were not allowed to go swimming at all. Yeah. Through their entire two years and mm -hmm. before they go on to their mission because the Satan could drown them, you know? Yep. So there's a source for this one. Uh, Doctrine and Covenants 61 says that on their return trip to Kirtland, the prophet and 10 elders had traveled down the Missouri River in canoes. You know, a big fucking river. On the third day of the journey, many dangers were experienced, you know, because it's the it's goddamn Missouri River, Missouri River in a canoe, man. <laughs> it's, almost, it's almost like that. that's a little, a little dicey, a little dicey, little <laughs> tippy. Uh, Elder Phelps in daylight vision saw the destroyer riding in power upon the face of the water. Wow, that's a weird fucking phrase to say. The I destroyer. I'm look. It was probably a dock. Hallucinogens <laughs> are a thing. Yeah, uh, they used to they used to douse their shit with like all sorts of met, like mushrooms. So it was that was that was a Psilocybin thing. Psilocybin was a thing. Look, early, that was a thing. It, that Easter. was a thing they did. <laughs> uh, let's see. In Doctrine and Covenants sixty-one thirteen through six thirteen through nineteen it says. God says no flesh will be safe upon the waters. 
What that really means is that Joseph was tired of dealing with the boat. So he <laughs> he received a revelation. Yeah. And then he left the rest of them to slog it out while he hired a carriage. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's pretty much you can trace back all of these weird every, fucking every things. Every weird thing is from like Joseph every being weird like, thing. fuck this, I'm out. Right. Right. You do. Why can't it. we go swimming on Sundays? Well, because satan because i'm tired of this because satan yeah no it's because you didn't want to fucking take the kids to the pool that's what it was you didn't want to take them to the cool the pool so you told them no i'm sorry if if you go swimming on sunday <laughs> satan's gonna drown you well it's like how not my fault how i would i'd take you if i could but nope if you go in the water on sunday satan will drown you mormons aren't allowed to have coffee because emma smith got tired of fucking ju- like Brigham young and all those assholes spitting tobacco on the carpet and and yeah, drinking all the drinking all the coffee and making her forcing her to brew coffee at all hours of the night yep. so that they could have their meet their boys club meetings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. How about this one? Um, this was a common thing for me. Like I had I had Mormon friends before I moved to Utah and you were never able to hang out with them on Sunday. Yep. As well as Monday. But it, that was my my recollection, because Sunday is because. Sunday is the Sabbath day, and you're to keep it holy. Sure, you know? yeah. But Monday was family home evening, and yep. you were not allowed to hang out with your friends on both those. Right, days. those were days that you you, you were, were forced, forced to hang out with to your hang family out with your family and play scripture chase. And if you're wondering what scripture chase was, just imagine trying to fucking peel through a boring ass book to try to find specific citations for things. Oh God. I was never Mormon, but I've experienced it secondhand. Um, I'm I'm glad I'm I'm glad my parents weren't good enough Mormons <laughs> to do this. Uh, cause yeah, no, it was uh, uh fuck this. Oh, okay. How about the uh? Most people don't know this one, but uh, the Garden of Eden is actually in Missouri. Yeah, there there are, <laughs> and I we know don't just there are people that better at speaking Adamic language than I am. Uh-huh. But like uh I can't remember the specific name of it, but there's a, a name that he gave a certain section of Missouri on Diamond or something like uh, Adam on Diamond or something like that, where it's like it was the Garden of Eden existing there. But the funny fucking thing is, is it's that Adamant. He made like like it was literally just like spelled Adamant. The funny thing is, like, this was a wasn't originally owned by the LDS Church. It was owned by the Church of Christ. Yeah. And they had to buy it back. Yeah. From the COC. So yeah. <laughs> uh, for people that don't know, the Church of Christ was an offshoot group of the the mainstream LDS church because they wanted to go with the lineage of uh, passing it down from, you know, Joseph Smith's family to Joseph Smith, you know, Jr. and all these other people. Kind of like how you have the split between Sunni and Shia. Mm. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so next one that we have here. Tarot cards are of the devil. Of course. They never grew um, out of, yeah. like, they're, they're like OG satanic panic. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, that's another one that's yeah. not, not specific to Mormons. So a, uh, a simple game of cards in itself may be harmless, it says here. It is a fact that by immoderate repetition, it ends in an infatuation for chance schemes and habits of excess Fuck, I have had a couple of drinks, and this is really hard to read. <laughs> I, it doesn't help that it's really it's, shit it's Mormon. It's Mormon speaking. It's hard, yeah. man. In waste of precious time, 
in dulling and stupor of the mind, and in the complete destruction of religious feeling. These are serious results, evils that should and must be avoided by the Latter-day Saints. Then again, there is the grave danger that lurks in persistent card playing, which begets the spirit of gambling, of speculation, and that awakens dangerous desire to get something for nothing. And that came from Joseph F. Smith in uh, 1903. So Right. And that was either because he kept losing at cards, uh, or his wife got sick of him. Got sick of him gambling and cards yeah. all night now with keep his in, friends. Keep in mind that he uh he he used to have a fuck ton of people that lived around him that were donating to him living his lavish lifestyle. Yep. While the rest of them yeah. were living in abject poverty mm-hmm. in the towns that they were living in. And we have Bacon McGriddles out there that's saying, oh, I used to live in Utah. I hated that place. How's it doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. Let me tell you, man. <laughs> so anyway, let's see. We have a uh, let's move on to the next one, because everybody knows that tarot cards are evil, you know? Sure. Well, it's like me telling my kids about like uh, Ouija boards. <laughs> yeah. And they're like. Are there really spirits? I'm like, no, no. you got some no. asshole that's pushing the plant shit around. You know, <laughs> it's never like it's moving on its own. You got somebody that's like leaning a little bit too hard in one direction and it causes the plant shit to move over to a letter. It's like, why is it always spelling the word fart? <laughs> <laughs> are you moving it? No, no are the you? Spirits are. <laughs> they want to say the word fart. <laughs> why does it keep saying dick? <laughs> Okay. Just nothing but dick, 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 dick. (laughs) How about this one? Uh, Men need at least two wives to get in the celestial kingdom. Yep. That's the highest exaltation of of, uh, the the spiritual plane. Yep. Of course, they ditched this one after they were told they couldn't do it anymore. They wouldn't become a state. They couldn't become (laughs) a state in the union, and you need to become a state. Otherwise, we're going to take you over. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, literally, the fucking U.S. Army showed up at the borders (laughs) of Utah and says, you're going to become a state, right? And they're like, no. And they're like, army. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we will become a state. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but you have to stop with the whole... You gotta stop fucking each stop, other's just, wives no. and stuff, so it's weird. So all the quotes we have from early leaders here. <clears throat> says, this is from uh, Prophet Brigham Young, and boy, do I love pointing out weird shit like this to my mother-in-law. Oh, yeah, he was, he was one of the fucking weirdest. Well, today, my, mm. my mother-in-law found out about uh, Madame Petrini. Oh, God. Really? And I was like, yeah, you know, Brigham Young had a cross-dressing son, right? And there, she's like, how, uh, out of how many sons, which one are we talking about? I'm like, I'm like main kids, you know? This yeah. isn't like 30th kid. This is like one of the first, you mm-hmm. know? Really? I didn't know about that one. Yeah, because you don't know fucking enough about your own fucking right. religion, man. Right. He was fucking famous. <laughs> World famous. Yes. <Yeah. laughs> so anyway, uh, let's see. Many two wives. Uh, so we have Doctrine and Covenant here that says... Uh, why do we believe in pra- believe in and practice polygamy? Says Brigham Young, because the Lord introduced it to His servants in a revelation given to Joseph Smith, and the Lord's servants have always practiced it. And is that a religion popular in heaven? It is the only popular religion there. Says Brigham Young in 1862. Mm-hmm. Ooh, man, that's. I mean, look, if you want to convince your wife that you have to bring, you know, a new, a new, a new. Uh, party to the bedroom um 
telling her that it's not your idea. Look, I don't really want to do it, but God, man, that doesn't told work, me man, I, an atheist. I have to fuck her. <laughs> I have to. <laughs> and you have to be okay that- with it. I have to do this, otherwise we don't get into high heaven. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and if we don't get into high heaven, I might lose my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody you want me to that. keep that, right? <laughs> like, oh, uh, I heard it's going to be even better. Right, right, right. Oh, and by the way, uh, if I don't get in, you don't get in. Yeah, that really is the thing, guys. <laughs> right. Like, there's the fucking uh, misogyny happening mm-hmm. in the LDS church right there. So yep. um, another Brigham Young quote here that says, uh, talk about polygamy, exclamation point. There is no true philosopher on the face of the earth, but what will admit that such a system properly carried out and properly carried out according to the order of heaven is far superior to monogamy for the raising of healthy and robust children says Brigham Young in the Journal now, of Discourses. to a point. It takes a village. To a point. He's not <laughs> necessarily wrong. Sure, uh, you know, a, a communal environment in which there are multiple parental figures to raise children is not necessarily a bad thing. No, and I, I don't disagree with you here because... Right. Boy, it'd be handy to have another adult around the house to fucking oh, no like, shit. lay down the law with my kids so I can enjoy some free time. You right. Know? Right. But never, fucking never put your kids in charge of that shit, you know? No. Oh, man. And that happens a lot in the LDS <laughs> church where you like you make the oldest kid become the, an er parent, you mm. know? And it's, oh, it's fucking wrong. <laughs> right. I mean, for an eve for for an evening. Hi, we're, That's go- fine. we're going out. We're going out for yeah. the evening. We'll be back in a couple hours. Your your older siblings in charge, and in which case, all you really hope is like, look, <laughs> just fucking don't do anything. Just don't burn the fucking house down. You go to your room. You go to your room. You've got games. You've got books. You've got whatever. I don't care. <laughs> just stay the fuck out of my business for a couple <laughs> minutes. Okay, we have more of this uh, two wives. Oh, Look, wait, there was a there was a there was a whole bunch. It was extortion. It's bad. Orson Pratt says uh, he was an apostle of the church, and yeah, these are all names that I recognize very clearly. But mm-hmm. there's a lot of people out there that be like, "Who's that?" And I'm like, "Okay, he was an apostle of the church." Orson Pratt. Uh, he says, "We have now clearly shown that God the Father had a plurality of wives, one or more being in eternity." By whom he begat our spirits, as well as the spirit of Jesus, his firstborn. Jesus yeah. was his firstborn kid. No, I, no, I mean, I mean, according this guy I, was a I, fucking I, authority, look, so maybe I don't know. I mean, no, yeah, kind of. They, they're a little vague on it because <laughs> uh, you know, in one breath, it's sort of a well, he just kind of came everybody out and that was it was sort of a all at once uh but then it was like no 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 he married and had kids and you know did the whole thing yeah um let me tell you how much fun it was when i got you know asked nicely to leave (laughs) when when i brought up the so god had sex we're going to get to that one here in a minute. <laughs> I mean, not specifically him fucking, yeah. but 
How long it was, does it take for a spiritual child to be born? You know. <laughs> uh, Brigham Young also said, the the only men who become gods, and honestly, that's what the LDS Church teaches. That is all, yeah. Again, mm. again, another thing they have kind of tried to... Wish wash away. Do a, do a soft retcon, because they really still believe it, but they really, really, they don't really want, don't They don't want, want the Xenu shit out front, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that's a... Look. Keep it behind closed doors, they, man. They want the levels of OT8. They just don't <laughs> want you to know about the Ring of Fire and Zeno. You know, right. they just... <laughs> so, the men who become gods, even the sons of God, are those who enter into polygamy. So, right. There's a very hard thing in here that, uh, that, that pretty much says, like, unless you're having multiple things on the sly, you're not going to get into super heaven. So, how about uh, pregnancy is still nine months in heaven? The, the source for this because one says, why wouldn't it be the, the source for this one says I don't know but this is obviously something I got this from uh, Reddit slash r slash x Mormon mm-hmm. and if you want a people a people uh, a group of people that are bitter <laughs> uh, yeah r slash x Mormon um look every x Mormon is bitter when they first Ooh, when you first man. when you first get out of it you know that like that, I was ex Baptist but I was never like I'm so mad about this like. I was kind of upset. It was like the level, your level of bitterness. <laughs> depending, it, on, depending really, on how closely you're controlled you were it as really, a religious person. Yeah, it really, it really depends on, you know, one, uh, how, how hard the upbringing was, yeah. you know, assuming you were brought up in it and how deep into it did you get? I mean, I just had parents that didn't let me watch certain shows. Like you can't watch, you can't do that on television. <laughs> that was a good show. Uh, and they wouldn't let me listen to stuff like uh, mm-hmm. Iron Maiden. That's about the worst I got, you know. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, I know, right? Iron Maiden's a great fucking group. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't really I didn't really have it all. I honestly didn't have it bad. You didn't have Super Mormon? No. Okay. Yeah, the, unfortunately. No, no, it was really it was really a point where, you know, I was, you know, a very, very young, you know, like thirteen year old, and yeah. really, I just kind of said, you know, I really this just is stupid. I don't really want to do this anymore. Like, uh, th- those people are all assholes. I don't want to, you know, go to church and do all that. <laughs> That's my wife. And you know, <laughs> my parents were she like, got, she got okay. Con- they, my, they were they were they were okay with it. My wife got converted into it when she was nine, Ooh. and then was out like at fourteen. She's like, fuck uh-huh. this. This is dumb. <laughs> yep. She's like, wait. All these fucking hypocrites that are like at my school telling me about who they fucked and like they're in church on Sundays talking about how pious they are. Yep. It's like I can't stand hypocrisy. So. Yep. <laughs> oh, is the most hypocrisy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So anyway, let's move on to the next one. Uh, uh-huh. That was pregnancy, right? That's that was right. the pregnancy one, which um, is the, yeah. There, there is no like official as Earth that. as it is in heaven. Okay, that's, the, that's all you need. Yeah. Okay, next one. So it's better off to die than to be raped. Sorry, yeah, guys. Yeah, Sorry. I don't really feel the need to really. Uh, we don't need to dig into this no, one, but that's no. very much something that, that is. they say. Mm-hmm. David David McKay said in his talking, saying, "Your virtue is worth worth more than your life." Yep. He said. Yep. And that is exactly how they treat people. That is exactly how they treat sexual assault victims. So there's a source for this one that says uh, it's from the first presidency address uh, published this September of 1981 from Marion G. Romney of fucking Romney people. 
Yeah. It says, but remember this, my son. We would rather come home to the station and take your body off the train in a casket than to have you come home unclean, having lost your virtue. If you're chewed bubblegum, you're worth less than a corpse. Yep. Yep. So it's fucking gross. So yeah, that is vile. Yep. Move on. And just, you know, take a second to that was 1981. Yeah. 1981. Yeah. That's like, yep. we're not talking about lifetime. things that are like super old. That's a cough. You can't just, you can't, that is one of those. It was a different time. We things have changed. No. Fuckers. That was 40 years ago. <laughs> yeah. You know, my lifetime. <laughs> yeah. So far. How about this one? Uh, temple garments will, will protect you from physical harm. <laughs> I've heard this one. Oh, yeah, no. The, 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 they they fully a, believe this That one. is a full thing they fully believe. So, yeah. uh, at my dinner at the Olive Garden yeah. tonight. Oh, <laughs> well, we, we had gone over this in a previous episode. Right, right. Quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. So, in my, my dinner tonight, we were talking, they were talking to my mother-in-law because she's the full-blown Mormon. Oh, Which yeah. is fun for me because like, <laughs> I love having these discussions because they, she knows less about her religion than I do. Of course. <laughs> Because, of course, the atheist has to know more about the fucking faith in the country that we live in. (laughs) Right. Don't get it wrong, people. I know we live in a state, but Zion is a fucking country. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, she was talking about how somebody at her work said that the Mormons wear garments. She's like, and this lady didn't know I was Mormon this whole time, said, I heard that Mormons wear their garments to protect them from Native Americans. (laughs) And I'm like, that's I funny. Mean, that's pretty fucking funny. That is pretty fucking funny. But at the same time, this thought never crossed her mind. I'm like, well, it's working so far, hasn't it, Debbie? <laughs> I'm like, it's worked so far, hasn't it? You haven't had any run-ins with any Native Americans, have you? Oh, no. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so anyway, yes, it protects you yep. from physical harm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Next one. And yet, and yet they still object to it being referred to as magic underwear. <laughs> of course they do. Well, what's funny is like I picked up a, a spoon on the table that nobody mm-hmm. was going to use and I'm like, this protects us from tigers and I put it down on the table <laughs> and they thought about it for a second. They're like, hey, you're right. We're not being attacked by a tiger right now, huh? And I'm like, yeah, it's amazing how that shit works. It's magical thinking. <laughs> <sighs> okay, no flip-flops allowed in the chapel. No. I'm. I know lots of people that. No, I'm on that, board with this one. You you should no, be allowed no. with flip flops or no flip flops because I'm wearing them in the studio right now. So. Nah, no flip flops. Uh, <laughs> I just didn't want to wear them. I was so tired of socks. I'm like, fuck it, I'm done today. Look, I'm not gonna. I, I don't. I don't hold it against you. Yeah, but flip flops are fucking gross. Yeah. Well, that's that's a good thing. <laughs> I don't want anybody to look at my fucked up toenails. You know, that's because feet are gross. But yeah. I can tell this is why Mormonism and I was a marathon runner, very- so I got some fucked up looking toes, man. Yeah. This is why Mormonism is not a very popular religion here in Australia because, you know, Australians <laughs> love their flip flops. Well, we call them thongs, but. Yeah. All right. So yeah. the next one that we have here is says uh, you can't get into heaven without Joseph Smith's permission. Oh. And there is a lot. <laughs> yeah, there is a whole lot. And and that's it's. Uh, so according to Brigham Young, Joseph Smith holds the keys in this last of this last dispensation and is now engaged behind the veil spelled wrong 
in the great work of the last days. No man or woman in this dispensation will ever enter into the celestial kingdom of God without the consent of Joseph Smith. Yeah. From the day that the priesthood was taken from the earth to the winding up scene of all things, every man and woman must have the certificate of Joseph Smith, comma, junior, comma, as a passport to their entrance into the mansion where God and Christ are. I with you and you with me, I cannot go there without his consent. He holds the keys of that kingdom for the last dispensation, the king, the keys to rule in the spirit world, and he rules there triumphantly. Mm-hmm. So it's no wonder that like a lot of Christians are like, yeah, they, they worship Joseph Smith. Yeah. You know, because mm. because this guy holds the fucking really, keys to the kingdom. Because it, it really <laughs> fucking kind of sounds like they do. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm starting to. They, I'm starting to wonder if this is worth keeping my dick for. <laughs> kind of do. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. But, Mine's got look, me into a lot more trouble than it's fucking worth. I mean, honestly, <laughs> and to be fair, really, he's just up there to keep to keep heaven from turning into a complete sausage fest. <laughs> he's got to keep the ratio right. But he had like 40 wives, man, and most of them were well, missionaries yeah. that he sent out. That's and- that's the problem. You got to have way more chicks than dicks up there in heaven. Cause you gotta have a lot more taco than you sausage got, out there, huh? You gotta have okay. so much more because each one, everybody, you get like 30, 30 wives. Uh, by the way, women, uh, you don't really get a say in this. No, you're just told to do so. You lose, you lose your agency. And when you get up there, and I shit you not, this is this is something that they actually taught. When a when a couple who is married, when they die. When the woman gets up there to heaven, to the celestial kingdom, her husband has to, has, has to choose yeah. whether or not to keep her. Yep. She doesn't get a choice at all. She doesn't get a vote. That's why she stays in the lion the entire time. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise she doesn't, call you to the she doesn't get in yeah. unless somebody else up there wants her which maybe they will maybe they won't <laughs> i don't know it really depends on look if if he didn't if he didn't want you then there must be something you must have done something so wrong fucking toxic <laughs> <laughs> and there's more i don't want to read any more of this whole thing here so how about the next one uh this one is cited by doctrine and covenant 129 mm-hmm. they didn't provide this whole thing but you can tell the difference between a good or a bad angel by shaking their hands. Yeah, but it doesn't tell you how. It doesn't tell you how. It just says <laughs> that <laughs> you shake their hand and they got that you'll that, know that's that wet fish feeling to it. It's just like oh, that's a bad angel. You'll <laughs> know. Okay, how about this one? God is a resurrected and exalted human who lives on a planet near a star called Kolob. And motherfucker on yep. the on the archive channel, we get comments every once in a while. Be like, you guys don't understand. Kolob's not actually a planet; it's the star nearby which God lives on. And I'm like, I don't care, man. <laughs> what? <laughs> Either way, it's ridiculous. Are, it is are ridiculous. You, are you really coming at me with this right now? <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, yeah. That's what, mm-hmm. What's easier to just call it Kolob? Or do you say, you know, the planet orbiting the distant star, Kola? (laughs) 
Oh man, like on Outcast X, I get shit from um, presuppositional apologetic people uh-huh. like, all the time because for some reason they glommed onto that <laughs> for some sure. weird reason. Why not? And they're like, you can't have a moral blah 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 without God, and I'm like, but where did your God come from, man? Like, mm. it, it, like they just don't take it one step further, right? And I go look at the channel of the people that are commenting against me on there, and I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, you seem really fun at parties. You know, <laughs> where it's like Westboro Baptist Church shit right. all over their channel. I'm uh-huh. like, oh, you're fun. Yeah, that's you're somebody you're super, I definitely super want to fun. talk to. Oh, yeah, yeah, those are always really, really fun. <laughs> and even if you didn't want to take it to the, you know, where did God come? OK, fine. Where did God get his morals? <laughs> yeah. Why all of a sudden does somebody that exists outside of space and time get to say what is good and not? But yet gets to circumvent uh-huh. those as well. Right. You know. Right. And if you're going to say he created his own, you know, fine. He created his own. Well, why the fuck can't we do it? <laughs> yeah. Because we're and the creation, not the creator. Is what they, this is all, the same bullshit they go to all the right. time. So anyway. Uh, okay. So anyway, this whole God is a resurrected and exalted human. So, uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, according to the, the Inside magazine of 1971, it says God himself was once as we are now and is an exalted man and sits enthroned in yonder heavens. Exclamation right. Point. Right. Yeah. So they didn't really solve the infinite regression problem. They they just they just added another element. They just added the the, the, they, the they, pin on the, the board where they're like, OK, from here. Well, it was we uh, have hey, our God, right? And we can now answer that question: Where did our God come from? Well, he was a man who was really, really good, and he won. He won life. He followed and, the rules, and, and he, he did made this. it here. And but you know, he came from <laughs> he came from his God. Who came from his God? Who came from his God? So look, we just we solved we it. just solved infinite regression by by making it by making a, an a infinite regression. In time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, we can go on this one, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna keep going on that one. How about the next one? Uh, th- these ones probably don't have much behind them, but there are definitely certainly weird mm-hmm. Mormon beliefs. Okay. Yep. Uh, no rainbows. The year before Jesus has his second coming, they believe this is a thing. I heard that one. I think. Yeah. But it's that is like it's very hard. You have to remove very, a lot of moisture from the air. That's a very that's kind of a very fringe thing. It's sort of a rumor that doesn't die. It doesn't really come from anywhere. <laughs> like there's there's nothing that ever says this. It's just something some of them believe, and there's no real good reason for it. There's no really good reason well, for any of it. It's but, like the white horse thing, that they, yeah, the white horse uh-huh, prophecy yeah. they have, where the Constitution's going to be hanging by a thread, they right. say. Which is a weird thing to... <laughs> oh, man. You want Americanism like tied into religion. Mormonism's for you. you know? uh, how about this next one? Uh, Joseph Smith's money digging and glass looking were actually God's way of pre- preparing him for his role as a prophet, right? There's, it, it's it's a it's just a it's just a retcon of his origin story. Yep. That's yeah, exactly. really what it is. He wasn't really a scam, this. Huh? Well, we're gonna admit these things were true because we can't hide it was, them. It was a way of preparing you. Uh-huh. To, uh, man, like I was a my my daughter showed up the other day wearing a Yale sweatshirt. For some reason, I, I don't know why she has a the Yale sweatshirt. Like mm-hmm. I don't know, but like in in Hebrew on the Yale like logo, 
it ha- has two words that are in Hebrew on the book that makes up the logo for Yale, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one of them says Urim, and the other one says Thummim. And I'm like, oh, interesting. You know, I was just like, let's talk about that in regards to the state that we live in. Yay! You know? <laughs> it's the stolen from somewhere else. I'm, yeah. I'm like, yay, mm-hmm. those, uh, the breastplate and glasses that he claimed to have read the plates of gold right which then later changed to changed to you know petrified rock and and, mm -hmm. petrified wood that he read through a hat you know yeah yeah i just i just thought it was funny (laughs) so how about this one earth was once in orbit around kolob but was expelled when adam fell yeah that's another super fringe thing sure whatever man that that's like how uh sasquatch is actually kane you know (laughs) It's a super fringe thing. Some people believe it. Yeah. Uh, there's no because Cain is. There's no tracing this to to any Cain actual. Is, Cain doctor. is cursed to walk the earth because he was the first person to commit sure. murder against his son, uh, his brother Abel, and now he walks the earth as Sasquatch. Whatever, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> How about this one, uh, Martin Harris, which is the guy that helped him write the Book of Mormon. Uh-huh. Who eventually came out later on in life. Said, <laughs> yeah, and said, no, yeah, this is all that. bullshit. I was one of the first mm-hmm. witnesses, but uh, that was a lie. Uh, he claimed to see Jesus in the form of a deer. <laughs> he did once claim that. Hey, I like uh, Princess Mononoke, too, you know? I'm just saying. That sounds like the mushrooms again. It sounds like the mushrooms again. <laughs> they were a thing. How about the uh, the Mormon apologists claiming that the gold plates were made of an alloy called Tumbaga? Because... If you looked at the size of the plates and how much was written on them, they would have been at least 200 pounds to carry around. At least. <laughs> and that's being, like, generous. generous. <laughs> that's yeah. saying that, you know, fine, the pages were all very thin. and Right. In which case, if they were that thin enough to actually be the dimensions and have the content they did, uh, it would be useless as a medium for writing. Well, and also, you have... (laughs) Not to mention that they would deform under their own weight. I was going to say, yeah, if you had 200 pounds of gold and you had intricate writing done by pressing in upon the substrate of whatever made this thing up, if you had tons of that weight pushing down on top of it, it would cause those little glyphs that you wrote into them to eventually just not be there. Yeah. Because yeah. things settle. <laughs> yeah. It but would yeah. just become an amorphous blob. Right. 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 But sure. Fine. It's an alloy. It's an alloy called Tumbaga. But. <laughs> and horses were also. Right. Well, the, the alloy thing is fascinating to me because one. Uh. How are you? If you how were, if how you are you going to make that? <laughs> well, if you were going to make an alloy, if you were going to make a gold alloy, any it would it would either have to be softer or harder than the original material. Yes. It would not dramatically change the weight <laughs> of that material. If it was made harder, it would be even more useless for engraving. <laughs> <That's obliging>. Yeah. <laughs> because why would you? Why would you do that? It it just you know what works better? Clay tablets. <laughs> Paper. Papyrus. You know. Just just do a better job of holding on to it. Okay, this is my favorite one. And this is a... Uh, Joseph Smith at one time claimed that the city of Enoch was actually what is now the Gulf of Mexico. Because there was a city that made up the entire portion of the Gulf of Mexico called the city of Enoch. 
and it was quote unquote raised up. Wilford Woodruff in his journal in 1873 that said, okay, here it is altar of Adam at Adam on the Amon. You know, the, that's the, uh, the, yeah. the place in fucking Missouri that we were talking about there. Yeah. Again, President Young said Joseph the prophet told me that the Garden of Eden was in Jackson County, Missouri. And when Adam was driven out of the Garden of Eden, he went about 40 miles to the place which we named Adam on the Amon and built an altar of stone and offered a sacrifice. That altar remains to this day. Yeah, they claim to have just, you know, stumbled across in Missouri, this altar. Right. Yeah. Right. Hey, that's the altar of Adam. Yeah, I I made this <laughs> thing. Hey. Yay. Are you sure it's not just a rock? Uh yeah. no, no, this is totally an altar, man. So in a in a pamphlet, Joseph Smith, Enoch in his city, said this it said this in a footnote. Joseph Smith said on another occasion, in the hearing of some of the saints still surveying that the city of Enoch would again take its place in the identical spot from which it had been detached, now forming that chasm of the earth filled with water called the Gulf of Mexico. I didn't know about this until I started researching this. I'm like, holy shit. Joseph Smith thought the entire Gulf of Mexico was a big city that got lifted off like the fucking Millennium Falcon. (laughs) Basically, this is their Atlantis story. That's a big city. Kind of, sort of, yeah. But but it's also a Joseph Smith was bad at geography. (laughs) That's a a huge fucking landmass. He he had no idea of scale. (laughs) But Kyle, of course, he was bad at geography. He was an American. He was he he was very he was the most American. <laughs> okay, so here's a here's a bunch of ones that came up that are not verified by any information I could find because I'm lazy. Uh, <laughs> Joseph Smith once dressed up as an angel during baptisms to fool people. I could completely see this because he yeah. drugged them at the same time. Sure. So. I uh, yeah, I have no doubt that that's probably <laughs> that is probably a thing that happened. <laughs> Someone in our chat says these these are retcons Jeff Johns would not be proud of. <laughs> 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 oh, that's oh. wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> if you aren't aware of it already, the Hosanna shout is hilarious. I don't know about this one. I'm not I, click the there link, is so. apparently a video. <laughs> uh, we are not, not going to click, click on. on that. Yep. Uh James Brewster, prophet, was criticized by Mormon leaders for only doing the things that Joseph Smith had already done. <laughs> okay. The reason okay. The Mormons believe Satan controls the waters because Joseph Smith was having trouble rowing a boat. Yeah, 100%. 100%. 100%. Yep. Uh, Brigham, Young, Brigham Young once claimed that Emma Smith was a child of hell. <laughs> of course, yeah. I hate that fucking bitch. Because <laughs> she, she, she made him do all the things. Like yep. she, she made them like get rid of all the things that he liked. Because he liked his coffee, he liked his tobacco, he liked his whiskey. Well, apparently he also liked enemas, too, because he would use consecrated oil for enemas, said Brigham Smith. Who doesn't? I'm I'm not shocked here. I just, <laughs> I'm not going to hold that against him. Like, that's not a weird thing. How about uh, O.B. Huntington <laughs> received a patriarchal blessing, which is, oh, that's another fucking whole topic we could talk about there. It's the, a whole thing. Yeah. Saying that he would do missionary work. To people of the moon. That is a that is a thing. That is a, that is a thing that they that is one of those things that they were actually mostly successful at retconning. 
Well, because I, mean, I remember Brave this. Young believe people lived on the moon and the sun. You know, I remember this. I remember this still being. I remember this still being, you know, in some some old documentation. Yeah. You know, from when I was when I was a a kid. <sighs> um. Again, another one of those fun. Would you please go wait outside moments from my Sunday school days? Yeah, you were also active in the church when they still had the little factories talk where you're like, don't touch your peener. Let it happen on its own. Oh, no, I think I had, I had fucked off by then. I, I I was fucking done by then. For people wondering, little factory means your balls. You know, yeah. don't yeah. don't touch your dick because mm-hmm. your nature has a way of letting you have wet dreams to get rid of all that nonsense. Yep. So. Uh, the last one that we have here is Wil- uh, Wilford Woodruff, hid from law enforcement by dressing as a woman. Yep. Sure. Absolutely. No doubt, no doubt there. I just don't have the actual documentation for it. So, Well, because it's not even like of all the claims. If you talk, if you put that everything, into a, if you put that into a search engine, it would come up with something. I'm sure. <laughs> but even even just taking all the things we just talked about, that is like the least outlandish thing. Yes. <laughs> like, OK. I mean, that, that sounds ha- perfectly reasonable. I mean, Mad Mardigan did that in Willow. Like, I mean, it's not that hard to believe. Like, know? dude, that's fucking evading the law 101. 101. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck, they're looking for me. I'm a woman now. <laughs> you want to <It's-> breed? <laughs> Tempting, but no. <laughs> Tempting. But no. They're fucking doing a new Willow. God damn it. I'm so excited. Uh, <laughs> sorry. No, that's fine. <laughs> you know what we want to talk about is nerdy. We want to talk so. about. We want to talk about nerdy. Did you watch the? They did a little cast introduction preview with uh, Warwick, Warwick Davis. No, really? Yeah, it no, was for the Disney Plus days. Oh, yeah, they released a whole bunch of like hey, previews and Davis, teasers and stuff. Is, is, is he going to be a wizard this time around? Is he going to be the? What, uh, I was going to say Grand High Nagus, but that's not it. That's, that's Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the High Nelwyn. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. He's he's king shit wizard. King shit of fuck mountain, right? He's point, he's yeah. the he's the king shit pack. <laughs> yeah, he's the he's the wizard of uh mm-hmm. of New Zealand. <laughs> oh my god! Oh uh, fucking. Okay, so when I was doing topic searches, instead of sorry guys, we're talking about what we want to talk it's about. It's fine. Ray Comfort. Being somebody that lived in New Zealand for uh-huh. a time, uh-huh. knew the wizard of Christchurch. Of course he did. Because they would show up at like Speaker Square and he would talk his Christy shit and the other guy would be like, magic, you know. And so apparently he had a he had a relationship with this guy. And I'm like, that doesn't bode well for you, Ray. He was a fucking misogynistic <laughs> asshole that got fired. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure they got on fine. I'm sure they got <laughs> That's yeah. fine. <laughs> One of them's crazy. The other's a wizard. <laughs> How about yeah. Hillbilly out there says, I had a Mormon friend in high school. We used to get almost high enough to believe some of this shit. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you got to be sniffing your own farts yep. pretty hard to believe some, a lot of this stuff. So, I mean, that's the LDS church in a nutshell, though. You know, it's like, we're a peculiar people. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> well, that about does her. Wraps are all up. And it was a pretty good story, don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band. Parts, anyway. I guess that's the way the whole darned human comedy keeps perpetuating itself. Down through the generations. Westward the wagons, a 
across the sands of time until we... Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail. Say, friend, get any more of that good stuff? So anyway, thanks for joining us, guys. That does it for us this week. Many thanks to to Kyle and for Bicycle Legs for joining us this week. Uh, now this is a point where I have to give you guys a second to plug anything that you want to plug if you've got anything. Nope. Uh, buy your book. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a, yeah, sure. Buy my book. It's out there somewhere. Yeah. No, you can get it on Amazon here in Australia. It's great. Yeah, you can. <laughs> yeah. Um, just my new channel, Bicycle Legs, on YouTube. Um, the only channel with that name. That yes, seen so far, so. as far as I know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Bicycle Legs. Well, cool. Uh, let's see. I don't have anything to spout to anybody. Find me on Outcast X. I haven't done any other nerdy stuff because work has been a real fucking drain <laughs> on me the last month. So uh, <laughs> I need to escape to pop culture and booze to get away from the real world. So. Uh, I would say join me there, but you're not going to find me in my basement. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for watching us. Uh, uh, thank you so much to the patrons out there that help us continue to make the show every single month. Uh, but before we wrap this up, I need to remind folks that if you can't afford to share your love with the show monetarily, you could do so in so many other ways, such as finding us on our new YouTube channel and subscribing there, finding us on Twitch and subscribing there as well, uh, or just leave us a review on whatever service you happen to catch us on. But with that, it is time to bring episode number 364 to a merciful close. And remember, everyone, you're welcome. Good night, everybody. I'd say bon nuit, but see ya. It's French. <laughs> <laughs> Fancy.